weekly broadcast given to you by the apologetics team Ghana to expose and enlighten you on the truth as prescribed by the scripture on various issues in our world. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 130 that the entrance of his word gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. God bless you as you enjoy today's message. So when you are reading the scripture, I'm not saying that when you go to um, something like and David saw Bathsheba and saw that she was calmly to look upon and took her inside and slept with her. I want to reveal Christ. Hey, please, please, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> In as much as we are saying this, we are saying that it is also a book of geography. Iconium, Lystra, Cappadocia, Galatia, Ephesians, they are all stories. We have lessons. We have um, warfare. I know an atheist who is a psychologist. He doesn't advise people. When somebody comes, he reads portion of the, portions of the New Testament to the person and that is all. It works for him. So he likes Jesus' humanity and his um, words of wisdom, but he doesn't believe in him as he is. Amen? Amen? So when you talk to Muslims, they say, oh, we like Jesus, we love him as a prophet and as a, a wise person. So they put him on the same scale with Confucius and Zoroaster and those Nostradamus and all those people. They put them on the same scale. Look, Jesus is not even on top of the list. He's not part of the list. He's not. He's not. He can't be part of that list. Amen. Now, so, so the prophet spoke concerning him. One scripture that I love so much, First Peter chapter 1, verse 9. He began to talk about a salvation. Starting from verse 1, um, one verse 1, I talked about, he wrote to the saints in Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God through the sanctification of the Spirit unto the obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's First um, Peter chapter 1, verse 1, down to 3. Then he comes to, he talked about the salvation. Come to verse 9, he's talking about, Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Talking about the salvation that we have obtained now. Then he began to speak. Of which salvation? The prophet. Say the prophet. The prophet inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that was to come to us. So when Isaiah was prophesying, Nahum was prophesying, Ezekiel was prophesying. Look, in the Bible, we don't have major and minor prophets. Not that Isaiah is greater than Nahum. It only means that Omoye compile Omo prophecies Bibri any kind of major prophetics. That's why it should be not major prophet, major prophetics, and then the minor prophetics. Not that Nahum is bigger than Isaiah. No, 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 no. Of which salvation the prophet inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that was to come to us, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify. Have you seen the word signify again? The word signify is there. Okay. When it testified beforehand the sufferings of who? Oh, talk to me. When they were talking about. Uh, Whatever they were talking about. Actually, they were talking about the sufferings of and the glory that was to. But he said that 
unto them it was revealed, but not unto themselves, but unto us. They did minister the things which are now reported to you by them. Preach the gospel to you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. Which things the angel desire to look into? They don't understand salvation. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church. The manifold, much variegated, greatly diversified wisdom of God in all its infinite varieties and innumerable aspects. That is one word. The word is poikilos in Greek. But you bring it to the English, it's a full sentence. The church is supposed to teach principalities and powers the wisdom of God. So they look into it and they don't understand. That is why it is believed Satan rebelled because he looked into it, he couldn't understand. He looked into it and saw man. He looked into it and saw man conjured out of God. Because the Bible says that out of the throne of God steps forth a man. Out of the throne of God. I don't want to go to Revelations. Some people get confused. Because there is one seated upon the throne and there is a lamb holding the scroll that is approaching the one seated on the throne. So you ask, uh, if Jesus is God, why is he telling you, why is he telling you? Somebody asks, how can Jesus be in heaven and Jesus, uh, God be in heaven and God be here the same as Jesus? Uh, how can you be limited in your thinking like that? Let's continue. So you understand that the, I was even explaining the Matthew uh, something. You see, so when he lays his hand on the goat and the goat is sent to the wilderness, what happened when Jesus was baptized? Immediately John the Baptist laid the sins on him. He came out of the water and God accepted this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What happened? The spirit came unto him as a strong man and drove him into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Same picture. Same picture. Even Jesus Christ did the same thing. As the serpent was laid up, so shall the son of man be hurt. Everything in the Old Testament, especially the law, the sacrifices, the meal offering, the Grain offering, the festivals. Oh, Jesus. Today is not for typologies. Amen. So, without the Bible, the, without Christ, the Bible is just another, um, it's just another, it's just another um, graphic. You can even talk about the Sabbath. You know, we have people going to church because they think today is the Sabbath. But they have forgotten that in Mark chapter 2, the Bible says that man, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. <laughs> the day <laughs> they invite some of us, the whole SDA church will collapse. Oh yes, I'm not afraid to say it. The, the whole church, because by the time you deal with Sabbath, two scriptures, the whole church will come down. Because man was made on the seat. Sabbaths were declared on the seventh, which means that the first day man spent on the earth was a holiday. So man entered into the rest of God before he started working. I would say that when we are born again, for he had quickened us and raised us up together to sit in heavenly places. Then he talked about grace. Then he talked about we, for we are his workmanship created, unto, created in Christ Jesus unto good, which means that we sat before we work. Adam rested before he worked. Tendering the garden and keeping it. His first day was to rest before he worked. The same thing happens to us as believers. We rest in God's grace before we are made to work in his ministry. 
not about a day. But Paul says it's not about a day or month or year. But Christ is the substance of, of, of them all. It's the substance. Now, so now you have understood that the Bible is the, the Christ is the central theme of the Bible. Let's talk about this. I have a few minutes left. Oh, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> so well, try my natural. Okay, let's do it. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. Now, I want to start. I have to jump this one. Let's talk about Trinity because I know that is. Now, you have understood that if Jesus is not God, the implications are very grave. They are very, very serious that we can't neglect. Let's see. For God, who commanded light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give. You see, to give again. The, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave. Now, it so says that to give the light. Light is revelation. When in the Bible, darkness stands for ignorance. For you were sometimes darkness, but you are now light in the Lord. Therefore, walk as children of light. For they will... They walk on in darkness. They, they do not know. Neither do they understand. The whole earth is out of course. They walk on in darkness. I have said, ye are gods, but you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Darkness stands for ignorance. And light stands for revelation, knowledge. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The glory of God and its knowledge thereof is summed up in one person and one man called Christ. Which means that if you want to know the express manifestation of God's glory, look no further. See the man Jesus Christ. That is where we will put the Old Testament people where they belong. Let's, let's do some analysis. John 1.18. You look, look. Even though the prophets spoke by inspiration, their mentality was wrong about God. Do you understand me now? They couldn't know it. They, they, could, they didn't have the spirit of Christ to take that sinful nature. So man's, man's mind was clouded with darkness. So actually, the Old Testament people had a veil about God. Listen to what... Oh. Listen to this one. John will prove that Isaiah was wrong. Moses was wrong about God. They didn't know him. How can you say God gives and takes? The Lord killeth. That, that is not the God that Jesus Christ should. Because the Old Testament, you, you fornicate or you commit murder, you are killed. In the New Testament, you are forgiven. No man has seen God at any time. <laughs> no man means no man. No man has seen God. At, at, is it in your Bible? Oh, come on. Is it in your Bible? No man has seen God at any time. Any time, no. Any time means that from the beginning to the time John was talking. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father, he hath declared him or he hath manifested him. He had made him known. Amen. 
Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1 to 5. On the, on the witness of, on the account of two or three witnesses, any matter is what established. Let's take another thing. Look at what Paul says. For this cause, what cause? For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus for you, Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me, to you what? Yes, continue. How that by, how that by what? Revelation. He made known unto me the mystery. As I wrote a four in few words. Continue. Whereby, when you read, that is why reading is important. When you read, you understand. You don't, we don't understand because you don't read. So that when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Continue. Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, including Noah. Including Abraham. Including Moses. Who thought he saw God? He didn't. And it's, it is now, it is now, it is now revealed for whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. That, that, it was, it is now revealed. If Paul had not preached, nobody would have known. But now revealed to his only apostles and prophets by the Spirit, both John and Peter, both John and Paul are saying the same thing. So it's, it's Isaiah and those people against these people. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1. Somebody should quote it for me. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw he was wrong. He was wrong. I remember Jacob in Genesis 32. When he fought the angel, he knew he was an angel. Do you know his conclusion? Hey, I have seen the face of God and I'm still alive. He was wrong, honorably. In Judges chapter, chapter 13, the angel appeared to Manoah, which is Samson's parents. And they said, oh, you are a man of God, you are an angel. Okay, okay, okay. And when the angel left, they, they, they fell flat in their face saying that, I have, we have seen the face of God and we are still alive. They were wrong. They didn't see God. But who saw God? The son. He, he made, you know, the, Jesus is the word of God because he communicates defines and expresses God. Amen. So that is the revelation. And you cannot know it by in, 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 even intuition. You cannot know it. It is by revelation. A heart-to-heart -heart matter with God. Where he comes and unveils that mystery to you. So you remember in Matthew chapter 16 verse 19. Who do men say that I am? Then they started mentioning the prophet. And who do you say that I am? Peter said, you are the son. You are the Christ. The son of the living God. Then Jesus said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this, but my Father, which is what? In heaven. So when Paul prays, he prays to them that they may have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 9, Paul prays that, that they might have the knowledge of his will, that they might know the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that they might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Amen. So you cannot know Christ. It is by revelation. So we actually pray for it. Whether you are a Christian, whether you are a carnal Christian or you are a spiritual Christian, you must pray for the spirit of wisdom. Else you will continue to read the Bible and learn moral lessons. What kind of moral lessons? Oh, thank you, Father. I'm going to Okay, let me jump this one. 
Okay. Now, I talked about... Please, 10 minutes. Okay. Give me 10 minutes. Let me wrap up. Now, let's settle this matter once and for all. We talk about Trinity. The Father, the Son, the Spirit. <laughs> I once thought, why should God put himself to, into this so much stress? Why should we even be here arguing about you being the son, the father? Can't you be one? Why don't you make it simple for us? Be one. Honorable. Be one. So Jesus will say, go ye on to other world and preach the gospel to every Christian, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name, singular, of the father and the son and the spirit. Why not names? You realize that how Jesus explained God to be, he couldn't be lesser than God, nor bigger than God. He must be the same person as the Father. Let's open to some scriptures. Let's read Isaiah 45 verse 23. I always love it when I start from the Old Testament. Quickly. Isaiah 45 23. When we, are, when we do this, we will end. Isaiah 45 23. Hmm. Now, who is talking here? Jehovah is talking here. Amen. When you read upwards, he said, and the Lord said, the Lord is in capital. When you are reading KJV, you see the Lord in capital. It is Jehovah. But because the Hebrews think that the name is too holy, they took it out and replaced it with Adonai or sometimes Lord, Adonai, Adonai. They think that the tetragrammaton, yod Hey vav Hey, is too holy. The name Jehovah is too holy that their mouths are unholy to even mention the name. I have sworn by myself. The word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness. Whenever God says this, meaning he's about to swear. I have sworn by myself. You know, when you pray, you pray to some, somebody bigger than you. When you swear, you swear to some, somebody bigger than you, right? But because nobody is bigger than God, he must swear by himself. He's wise. And shall not return. That unto me, Jehovah, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear. I know a scripture has come into your head. You see that thing? Of whom was this scripture talked about or referred to in the New Testament? Jesus. Zechariah 12.10. That is, that is too wonderful. And in this same chapter he said, I am the first and the last and beside me there is no God. I am the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, and beside me there is no God. That's what God said in this Isaiah book. Isaiah 12, 1, 2, verse 10, 12. Okay, 12, verse 10. <clears throat> and it shall come to pass something, something. 12, verse 10. Let me read um, Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. If you are there, say amen. Are you there? I'm not so afraid you. Okay. Um, 
Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. Okay. And I will pour upon the house of David, David, and upon the house of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon me, whom they have pierced. They shall look upon me, Jehovah, whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son. And shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Let's go to Revelations 1.6. They shall look, pierce, and they shall mourn. Look, pierce, mourn. Listen to. Okay, okay, yes, verse 7. Behold, he cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth, which means the inhabitants in the land, Jerusalem, and all kindreds of the earth shall mourn because of him. Even so, amen. Before he came to here, he was talking about Jesus Christ said one that has the golden um, paps around his chest and was wearing a robe and walked among the golden candlesticks. He said that, behold, he, that is Christ. But in the Old Testament, whom were we talking about? Jehovah. Joel 2.28 um, And in that day, they shall call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Let me ask you one question. If I have one person shooting up the hand, I'll drop the mic. How many of us are in this room that called upon the name of Jehovah and obtained salvation? I'm waiting for you. Because according to Joel, they shall call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Peter quoted the same thing in Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Say that, for there is no name given among men by which we must be saved. For as many as believed, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believed on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. That is Jesus. We call upon the name of God, Jesus, to be saved. Let me show you the name of God right now. John 17 verse 6, quickly. Quickly. So his name, his work, I talk about his work that if he is not God, he cannot save man. And if he is not man, we can't experience and we can't benefit and we can't obtain and receive the work that he did. I have manifested your name. Oh. I have manifested your... You know how he started prayer? You know how he started this prayer? Please, 17 verse 1. This word spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said who? Father. He goes to say and says that, I have manifested you, Father, your name on the earth. Which name did Jesus Christ come, come, come with? Oh, which name? Talk to me now, which name? That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Jehovah said, every knee will bow to me. Comes to the New Testament, the name is actually Jesus. The name of Jesus was given three times. Matthew 1.21, by conferment. It was given to him by conferment. For you shall have a son and you shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from his sins. At one time, at a point, the name was also given to him by achievement. 
when he became obedient unto death, God gave him that name. That is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, he achieved it. And the last one is by inheritance. God who has sent, Hebrews 1 verse 1. God who has sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto our fathers by the prophet, but has in this last time spoken to us by his son. Whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. When he has by himself pegged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he by inheritance obtained a name more excellent than they. That is Jesus. The name Jesus. In the name of Jesus, often a try. Amen. That is Jesus for you. Why he became Father, Son, Spirit? Two minutes. You know, in the book of John, okay, the theme of the book of John can be summed into one word, life. In John chapter 1, in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. In chapter 3, he talks about the newborn life. Except a man be born again and have the life of the kingdom. He cannot enter the kingdom. In John chapter 4, he talks about the water of life. For I have a water that I give that you may not taste again. It will be in you a fountain springing up into eternal life. Amen. In John chapter 5 and 6, he's talking about the bread of life. Chapter 7, he talks about the rivers of life. For they that believe in me, as the scripture has said, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This spake he of the Holy Ghost, which them that will believe will have. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. In John chapter 8, it talks about the light of life. Chapter 11, it talks about the resurrection and the life. In chapter 10, it talks about the abundant life. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That is the book of John. A beautiful book. Even in First John, it was told there that which was from the beginning, which we have seen, which we have heard, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. So all that matters to God is life. Actually, if you appear before God and you don't have his life, you die. And this God wants us to share his life. That is the gospel that we talk about. It, it, heaven is limited, honorable. God wanted man to have his life, okay? But we are talking about God. God infinite, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, holy, just God. He can't relate directly with man. Okay? So, God said, no. If I appear unto man, he will die. So, then I have to establish a business within himself. So, the father now became the source of the life. So, as the father has life in himself, so has he given to the son to also have life in himself. And the son became the embodiment of that life. So, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5, verse 12. Um, For God has given us eternal life, and that life is in his son. He who has the son has the life. He who has not the son has not the life. Simple. Do you have the son? Do you have the son? You have the life. Amen? Simple. But when he came, you remember that the, son, the father is the source. Father actually in Greek means source, progenitor or ancestor. From him, everything proceeds. Now, the son became the embodiment. The, um, I quite say, maboko ko, namdae chocolate. The son became the, the life itself. But when he came to the earth, you remember that he couldn't 
be in man. He could only let man have glimpses of the life. So he went about healing, casting out devils, showing us what the life must do. That is why he told us that I go to the Father. When I go to the Father, I will come as the third one. That one, he will not be limited by space and time and matter. Because when Jesus Christ came, he could only be in Amamoma and not Amamoma and Apoiska at the same time. So then, the introduction of the Spirit came. Say the Spirit. The Spirit is the most wonderful person. Look, he is not just the Spirit of God. You read the, the, the Bible and Jesus Christ talk about the Spirit was not given because Jesus was not glorified. Why was he talking like that? We have the Spirit of God before Jesus died and the Spirit of God after the death of Christ. The Spirit of God before the death of Christ has not experienced death before. He has not experienced humanity yet. But when Jesus died and resurrected as the life-giving Spirit, for the first man was of the earth, earthy. The second man was the Lord from heaven. For the first man was made a living soul, but the second man was a life-giving spirit. So when God wanted to communicate his life to us, he must be in us for us to have his life. So God must go and come back as the spirit of life so that he may be in us. That is the whole divine economy. So may the grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the communion, fellowship, transmission, distribution of the spirit be with you. This is I told you, I talked to you, I, I write to you that you may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son Jesus. He left the spirit out but he had mentioned fellowship. Meaning fellowship is embodied in the spirit. Look, the Holy Spirit is the compounded God. He is God processed for our enjoyment. He's like God put in blender, blender makes you sugar for us to drink. He is, the, he is the intensified, compounded spirit that when you talk about the Holy Ghost after the resurrection, you have the perfect humanity of God, the perfect humanity of Jesus, the glorified humanity of Jesus, and the nature of God in one. The spirit of God. So, Jesus Christ speaks in Revelations, and the Bible says that, he who does, has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the who was talking? Jesus. But he says, listen to who, what the Holy Spirit is all talking. You come to 2 Corinthians 3.17. And the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is there is what? So let me end with this. Athanasius, one quote. said that, for we worship one God. During, I mentioned Arianism, right? Arianism. The only one, the only bishop that took time to debate and protect the divinity of Jesus Christ was the Bishop of Alexandria, Athanasius, and he said this, that we worship one God in Trinity. He brought the word Trinity. We worship one God in Trinity, and Trinity in unity, not confounding their persons nor dividing their essence. For there is one person of the Father, another person of the Son, another person of the Holy Spirit, but the Godhead of the Father and the Godhead of the Son and the Godhead of the Spirit is one. Glory co-equal and majesty co-eternal. He went on to say that there are not three almighties, but one almighty. And there are not three eternals, but one eternal. The father is of none, not made, not created. The son is of the father, not made, not created, but begotten. The spirit is of the father and the son, not made, not begotten, 
not created, but proceeding. And he arranged them perfectly in the divine order, in the divine Godhead. So this Christ we talk about is not just another man that lived in the island of Palestine and went about shipping people and insulting government. Like living a social rebellion like we thought. He was the very God of the very God. Amen. So it must, what is the benefit to us? It must begin to change our mentality. This Christ is not only our life. Because in, in, in John, we, be, we believe on him as the son to have life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. But when you come to the epistles, we also believe in him as Lord. He is Lord because he is having a government and an administration. That is why he is the head. So all that I have talked about concerning Christ, which time will not permit me to exhaust everything. He is given to us for our enjoyment. He is given to us as our administrative head. Who must tell you what you must do? Christianity is not by free like that. When you understand this, it begins to, it, it, it's spontaneous. It changes your way. When you are slapped, you are quiet. It, it changes your thoughts. You know, how to even practice faith. How to practice love. How to practice all these things. We'll, we'll, you'll get a new mentality because this Jesus you have believed is not just an ordinary man. But much more. The good news is that he liveth in us. He liveth in us. For I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth through me. And this life I live in the flesh. Now I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Shall you go now? God bless you for listening to this message. We hope you are blessed and equipped as you have been exposed to the light in the word of God. For sponsorship and other expositions, please call this line 0547-810-722. You can also email us on apollotv.w at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page on Apollo TV or follow us on Twitter, Apollo TV. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apollo TV. God bless you and stay connected to the light.